Welcome everybody to episode three of I Stand at the Door, a podcast dedicated to helping youth, parents, and church leaders uh, navigate the battle against pornography. Uh, my name is Hayden, and I'm here with my wife, Savannah. Hi. So today, uh, before we get started, I want to just uh, let you know that next week we're going to be doing a question and answer episode where I'm going to have a friend of mine who is a professional uh, therapist, counselor, and he's going to come on and we're going to go through some of the questions that uh, a lot of you have asked me and we're just going to start answering them. Um, and if you have any other questions, please email me at Hayden at I stand at the door.com. Uh, that once again, Hayden, I stand at I stand at the door.com. I'll put that link in the description of this podcast. Um, and if you haven't yet subscribe, we're putting these out once a week. Uh, we're going to keep them short so you can munch them up and, uh, it won't take your whole entire day. Um, all right, babe, do you want to introduce kind of what the topic's going to be today? Yeah. So today we're talking about persistence. Um, repentance is something that we do over and over throughout our lives, right? Um, and sometimes it can be a little bit discouraging when we feel like we're starting over every time when we feel like we're maybe not progressing. But today we wanted to point out the importance of constant repentance, getting up when we fall down, and we're going to share a scripture from the Bible to start off with. So this is in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 9, and it reads, For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap ever." reap life everlasting and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not i think that last part is key if we faint not that is when we shall reap our rewards right so this scripture doesn't talk about perfection Um, it talks about how every single time we make a mistake we get back up and we try again Um, Mm -hmm. we need to be constant we need to be strong we need to be persistent in our efforts and that is how we will receive our reward and when you're in kind of the the cycle that pornography puts you in you are constantly sowing of the flesh and you are reaping that as well as it says um, when you sow of the flesh you shall reap corruption and that's that feeling that we feel where we don't feel confident we feel like we're not progressing in a positive way and it's because we're sowing you know fleshy things now if we when we start on this journey, we decide to kind of turn our will over to God and to start sowing spiritual things. And, and later we will reap those things, which is life everlasting. And I really think that a big part of life everlasting, like when, when I think of eternal life, everlasting life, I just think of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just being alive, having that, you know, that fulfillment and the energy that comes from being alive. It's like when you're doing something that you love and like that feeling that you get that that to me is like eternal life that's when you're like you're fulfilling your purpose you're you're growing and you're just you're right on that edge of just like growing but you're not you're not you're not putting yourself to um you're not challenging yourself too much where where you just can't do it but you're challenging yourself enough where you're actually growing and it's a state of progressing mm-hmm. progression right there and i think that persistence is so key i wear uh, a bracelet on my arm that says resilient because I'm not a lot of things. I'm not the smartest. 
my wife's smiling because <laughs> we always just joke You're about so how. You're so smart, honey. I'm just smarter. <laughs> we always just have like this little competition of who's smarter. So we'll just share like <laughs> random facts with each other. But um, <clears throat> so I'm not the smartest. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. But one thing I pride myself in is being resilient, being persistent. So I might not come out in first place, but I'm not going to quit. I'm going to finish no matter what. And I really believe that that resilience and that persistence was brought about because of this fight against pornography that I had to, you know, consistently fight against for, you know, I mean, it was 10 years that I had a problem with it, but it was really about three years that I was actually like consistently fighting against it. And so I think one thing that you need to think about is that this this recovery process that you're going through, although it is rooted in something bad, or not rooted in something bad, but it the reason why you're going through recovery is because there's something negative in your life. You are going to come out better and happier than you were before you even looked at pornography, but that is contingent upon your repentance. So have that in mind that at the end of this, at the end of this road, you are going to be better than you were before you even started down that road. Now, that is if you decide to repent, Mm -hmm. right? If you're just going to continue in your sin, and this goes for any sin, then how are you going to become better than you are, right? That's the point is that we want to turn to Jesus Christ and let him change us. But that takes us turning to Jesus Christ so that we can be better, right? And you you are the master of your story. You get to choose the end of your story. Now, let's take, you know, the Apostle Peter, for example. How would he have been remembered throughout history if the last thing he did was deny the Savior three times? But despite that shameful event, he got back up and he he pursued faith. And I mean, he betrayed, and I think a lot of times we feel that way, especially if you are a return missionary and you turn back to pornography, you think that how how could I how could I turn back to this? You feel like you're more betraying the Savior because you made these covenants and, and even if you're married too, you know, you feel like you're betraying the covenants that you made in the temple as well as your spouse. But that betrayal does not have to be the end of your story. It's only the end of your story if you decide not to come back into the faith. And, you know, uh, I love Peter because he, he gets rebuked the most out of anybody in uh, of the apostles. And he ends up being the one, you know, the, the symbolic rock of Christianity that pushes the message forward after Christ leaves. And I just, I think uh, the apostle Peter is a perfect example of persistence where, you know, he had setbacks. He did things that he wasn't proud of, but he always, he always knew that he was in the best place possible. I love the story of after Jesus gives a beautiful sermon about him being the bread of life and everybody leaves after because they're like, oh, these are hard things. And Jesus says, he looks at his disciples and he says, are you going to leave me as well? And I'm paraphrasing, but then Peter comes to Jesus and he says, Lord, where else would we go for you have the words of life? And that's the sort of persistence that we're, that we're talking about where, you know, we have, there's no better place for us to be than on the road to recovery. And so we're never going to stop being on the road to recovery. And even now that I'm at a different place than I was a year and a half, two years ago, I still have to stay on that road to recovery. And I'm just glad to be here. 
I also think it's important to remember that um, Peter, I mean, in this case of Peter, this is obviously one example of somebody who made mistakes and then came back, right, and decided to repent and be better. But in any case of, of sin or weakness or mistake, the the process of of repenting and turning around and, and coming back to Jesus Christ, it doesn't just happen to you, right? For Peter, it didn't just happen where suddenly this is just the kind of person that he was again, where, oh, I'm going to follow Jesus again, right? It was actually a choice. There comes a moment in all of our lives over and over again, right, when we make a mistake and we have to choose right now, what am I going to do about this? Right now, am I going to let this define me and defeat me? Or am I going to let this be a stepping stone where now I turn back to Christ, now I utilize the atonement, and you let that experience be something that that then defines you, right, in a good way. In a, I made a mistake and then I chose to be better than I was again. I think that's the crucial part of, I mean, what we talk about on this podcast, right, is we want to make the choice to let the Savior change us to be better. Mm-hmm. And you know, it really has most to do with your desire. What do you desire? Because even after you make the decision, that, like even after Peter got back up after denying Christ those three times, he still made mistakes. He still did stupid things, and I'm sure of it. And we actually read some of them in the scriptures, you know, about how after <clears throat> Jesus, he dies, then Jesus or Peter goes and he just starts fishing again. And then Christ has to come again and kind of rebuke him. That's like, do you love me? Then feed my sheep, right? And so it's more about our desires. And if you uh, look in the Book of Mormon, in uh, the Book of Alma, chapter 41, verses 6 through 7, you read this. And it's talking about someone who is repenting, someone who is who has sinned in the past but is now changing. And it says, If he hath repented of his sins and desired righteousness until the end of his days, even so he shall be rewarded unto righteousness. These are they that are redeemed of the Lord. Yea, these are they who are taken out, that are delivered from the endless night of darkness. And thus they stand or fall. For behold, they are their own judges, whether to do good or to do evil. So I love this right here where it doesn't say you have to be perfect and then you're going to be rewarded unto righteousness, but you have to desire righteousness and you will be rewarded unto righteousness. We read in the scriptures multiple times, asking you shall receive, knocking it shall be opened, seeking you shall find. And really, as we read in the beginning, in that first scripture in Galatians, that if you sow of the spirit, you reap life everlasting. If you desire righteousness, you get the reward of righteousness, which is life everlasting. And so really kind of the key for us and for anyone trying to become better and more like the Savior, it's to find that desire. And your desire is going to go up and it's going to go down. And so that's why discipline and things like that are so key because you can you can simultaneously want something but not want it. You know what I'm saying? There's like There's like levels of want. So there's the immediate, I want to do this. And then there's the long term, you made a decision that you want something. But right now you don't want to do it. What what leads to it, right? It's like someone who wants to, you know, if you have a goal of bench pressing 300 pounds, you're not going to have a desire. You may want to get there, and that might be a desire of yours, but every single day you're not going to want to go to the gym in order to get there. And that's the kind of want that we're talking about. 
when I was on my mission, we did a train. Well, I didn't do this training, but we received a training about how the Lord can even help us in our desires. And, you know, sometimes you have days or weeks at a time where you don't really want to do missionary work, but you know that the Lord wants you to do missionary work. And so you feel like you're supposed to want to do missionary work, but right now you just don't, right? And so we were taught to turn to the Lord and say, hey, I want to want this and I need help, right? I want to desire the same things that you desire, but right now I don't. And that's where I need you to step in. And I think that totally applies to the to the case of pornography and um, having the Lord help us to just want to overcome it if that's not quite where you are yet. The Lord can do that too. Mm-hmm. And like the scripture says, that if you desire righteousness, you'll be rewarded unto righteousness and that you will be delivered from the endless night of darkness. And I know that feeling that a lot of you feel, or I mean, a lot of us feel, even if it's not with pornography, but just like with any trial or anything we struggle with, where it's just, it seems like an endless night of darkness and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But if you can learn how to desire, to hunger and thirst after righteousness, then you will be filled. And that's another scripture that explains it, you know, in, in, um, in the New Testament, uh, where Jesus in the Beatitudes, blessed are the hungry, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. And, and that is true, and I've experienced it myself. Um, and also at the end of the, the scripture as well, just to point out, it says, uh, for behold, they are their own judges, whether to do good or to evil. And so at the end of the day, you... You are the one who gets to choose your story. You get to either decide that, you know, because here's the thing, Judas, oh, this is awesome. I never <laughs> even thought about this. So Judas uh, betrayed the Savior in a different way than Peter did, but there's similarities there, right? He betrayed the Savior, and then he went and tried to give the money back, and then he went and killed himself. He chose his story, and that's how we remember Judas. But what if Judas had the persistence, the diligence, the ability to overcome shame that Peter had, and he went and spent the rest of his life in the service of of men and in Christ. And I'm not the type of person to judge Judas and what his circumstances were or or what his eternal, you know, reward may be, but I do know that we remember him a certain way because of the way he he persisted after he made his mistake. And he didn't persist in, in, in repentance, but he just gave up. He gave in and he let it, you know, get to the point where he ended up hanging himself, which is, yeah, pretty dark. But um, now Alma the Younger is another awesome uh, example. You know, he his story could have easily been son of a prophet, fought against the church, and that's it. But he changed. And he had quite an experience that led that way. But even after that experience, right, because think about it, babe, like uh, Laman and Lemuel, they had an angel come mm-hmm. and rebuke them. Mm-hmm. But how do we remember them, right? Right. And and Alma had an angel come and rebuke him. And how do we remember him? And all, all it is, their stories, the endings of them, and I'm not even going to say the endings because they're still alive in a different realm, whatever. But the way that we remember them is completely decided by the way that they reacted to to repentance, the way that they viewed repentance. Yeah, I love that. Those are good examples. Um, I think one more point that goes along with these stories is that there came a moment where these people chose, they decided, okay, I'm going to turn my life around. 
But it's not just one moment, Mm-mm. right? In our lives, it literally happens every single day, sometimes every hour, every minute, you know? We have to do this over and over and over again for the goal to be achieved of becoming more like the Savior. It doesn't just happen one time. There most likely won't be one day where you say, all right, I'm done with pornography forever and I'm never going to touch it again. And then you actually stick to it, right? Mm-hmm. If so, that would be awesome. And I think it's mm-hmm. possible to eventually get to a point like that. But I think first there needs to be a lot of, there need to be a lot of choices like that. There need to be a lot of days of, I messed up again. I'm going to be better. Jesus, I need your help, right? It's, it's going to take multiple experiences multiple Mm -hmm. times most of the time yeah and it's it can be i mean a lot of you know and i think a lot of what savannah said is true and that for those of us that have struggled with pornography or are we can understand that where we make these like goals where it's like i'm done with pornography and then what happens is you know a week later two weeks later a day later however long we mess up again and we're just like you feel like you're starting at square one and this circle this cycle that you go through of you know feeling or of having that um you know that desire and then going forth having a good period of time and then messing up and then maybe losing that desire or feeling hopeless we can get so exhausted from that and it could lead us to wanting to give up and yes you might feel like you're going in circles and in a lot of ways you are going in circles but i submit to you the idea that you're not just moving around in circles but you're moving up a spiral staircase and so it feels like you're just going back around and around and you're not making any progress but you're actually moving up every single time you decide to redo that circle then you move up one more you progress one more rung now to get up to heaven that's a lot it's a huge freaking staircase (laughs) And that's why we have and we teach, for those of you who serve missions or have been taught by missionaries, you, you learn about the gospel of Jesus Christ, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and enduring to the end. And you're supposed to repeat that cycle over and over and over again. And yes, it's a circle, but it's, a, it's more like a spiral staircase that slowly elevates us so that we can progress and, and become more like our Heavenly Father. I love it. That's one of my favorite analogies because, I mean, yeah, we feel like we're going in circles, but we're really going in circles up and up and up and up. Mm -hmm. And eventually that process changes. Eventually it's not the same sins that we're always working on, but we, we eventually become more like the Savior. And just one more thing to remember, the, when you sin again, that doesn't negate the first repentance. I mean, that doesn't, Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to say, oh, I messed up. Everything I've been working for is gone or every Mm -hmm. effort that I've made doesn't count anymore. Um, It's just another, it's another loop on the staircase, right? It's another, all right, let's go back, repent, keep going up Mm -hmm. and just continue forward. Yeah. So our, our invitation to you is to, is to stay persistent, stay on the road to recovery. Uh, Whether you are someone who struggles with pornography or any other struggle, maybe you feel like you're not you're not living up to your potential when it comes to school or to work or, you know, when it comes to exercising, whatever it is, whatever habits you're trying to implement, do not give up, fall in love. And I say this all the time, fall in love with the process of repentance, becoming better and become the type of person that loves the challenge. Um, And I know 
that you eventually will look back and you'll just feel nothing but gratitude for the trial and for how long it took because because during that process you became so much more than you were before. Um, so if you need to, find a scripture, find a saying, find a quote that you can return back to when you feel those moments of of you know of despair and and you feel like you want to give up don't do it turn back to those um and thank you so much for listening once again if you uh like this podcast please subscribe leave a review it allows more people to to find us and also share it on facebook share it with your friends if if you know someone else who's struggling with pornography um, or any other struggle if you just think this is a spiritually uplifting podcast share it and we're going to continue to put out podcasts every single week. Thanks for listening. Again, if you have any specific questions you'd like us to address on next week's podcast, um, that's with our therapist friend who's going to be joining us. Feel free to shoot us an email. It's Hayden at I stand at the door.com. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.